Okay, we're in the ninth parak, paragraph that starts V'yochel. Anybody have a page number so you can iron test? V'yochel. V'yochel atal hishtamish gam bepulois mamoshios l'tzorich tikunecho. You could also use some very practical applications for your tikun to correct yourself. Let me give an example. Ubi inyan hakas l'moshel. Let's say a person wants to work on his anger. So an idea, again, we're not giving an exhaustive list of ideas on how to do it. There's a whole safer called Erech HaPayim that has tons of ideas how a person can work on his anger. We're just giving an example. Giving an example of an idea how a person can work on his anger. On his anger. Shekasherak Targish, when you only have a little bit of a hergish, a little bit of a feeling of a kirbuchot, nidnet shalkas, you're feeling it bubble up in you. Somebody read, already said something to you. Or somebody's already doing something. Or this person that always gets you nervous is coming close. Or whatever it is. So you're starting to feel already that thing in your body that usually triggers an emotion which will cause chaos. Here's an idea. Say some words of Torah in the moment. person has to have in his bank, in his brain... Dvartari is ready to go for any situation. Have a couple of Mishnayas, a couple of Amar Chazal, Sukkim and Tehillim, whatever it is, you have to be ready at any moment to be able to pull out. That's what we try to do here between Menchemariv, give people ideas what to think about over the week, a question to discuss. So you always have something that you can think about. For example, Tremel Moshal. We all know this, especially if you have a Sechfar, you say it every day. But if you don't have a you say it at least once a week. Maybe you know that Chazal by heart. Maybe you know a different Chazal by heart. Maybe you know a different Chazal. I don't know. I'm sure you know some Chazals by heart. You know some type of chazal, have it and review it in your mind. And whenever you feel that there's a bad meter about to stir up in you, say it. The Rebbe Melech of says that when a person has specifically a taiva in Kedusha, he has an Estonian in the Nyonik Kedusha, he has a Nazi's digger billboard, and he wants to look at it and, he, and he's controlling himself. And it's hard. And guaranteed it's going to go away the next time. Try it. Don't try it. Don't put yourself into a matzav. But if you're ever in a matzav of an Isayan, of something you shouldn't see, and you have this thought that you know as a Yid you shouldn't have, now, why exactly that works? That's a long conversation. Maybe at one point we'll have to discuss why that works. It's very partial why it works. But let's say it works. Let's, let's, let's accept Rebbe Chavajan said he knows what he's talking about. Right? So, Sukkim in the Torah, there was actually Tamil Chachabim and Sadiqim that held that even if you just say cities in Eretz Yisrael, Be'er Sheva, Chevron, Tzfas, Tferiah, Yushalayim, these things have Kedusha in it. And it'll create A, obviously a distraction, but B, when you have Kedusha words coming in. The Baal Shantav, the story goes, when he was on his way to Eretz Yisrael, trying to get to Eretz Yisrael, which never ended up happening, and he was somewhere near Istanbul, and the boat was about to be shipwrecked. And he says that he lost, he, his, his daughter was there with him, his daughter Udl. 
Allah Dalad Lamad. His daughter was there with him. And the Balsanta says, I literally don't remember anything. I don't remember Chumash. I don't remember Tehillim. I don't remember anything. It was taken away from me. So she said, Tati, say after me, Aleph. Balsanta, can you imagine Balsanta? Definitely Tom And he said, Aleph. She said, Bays. And he said, Bays. And she said with him the whole Aleph Bays. And eventually the water subsided, and they went back to sea, back to shore. And they realized that it wasn't Menashemayim that she got to swallow and turn around. They went back home. I'm just saying, Aleph Bays. Right? These things are, are Kaddish. It's not just like ABC or three. These things have Kedusha. You're, you're in a temptation of an Isayan. Rashi, Rambam, Teshus, Rashi, Abaya, Rava, Ravid, Ritva, Hillel, Shammai. These things are, are, are for real. And imagine if you actually say Maim Chazal, like the example he gives, Tundel Yoka, Al Shannon, Maim Chazal, Maybe you know Rabbi Shmuel Lang, Rabbi Shmuel Lang, Rabbi Shmuel Lang, you know what that is, right? You know it by heart? Make that, make that your Chabar Mechazal, you should know by heart. What's the big deal? It's not so hard. It's only 13 rules. Alright, okay, it's too hard. Take it, take it easy one. You know that parish by heart. You say it every day, yeah. Of course you know it by heart. Right? Well, it's one mission of it, for sure. No? No? Okay, so let's try something else. Something, pick something that you own, that you have ready to pull out when you need to. Something. Pick your Chazal. Any Chazal. There's enough Chazals out there to say. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go around the room now, start thinking. I'm going to ask you to blurt out a Chazal, and don't say something that somebody else said. Any Chazal, any Chazal, a Medrash, a Gemara, a Yishalmi, anything. Shlomo, you're a Kayin, go first. Any Chazal, anything. Okay, so the Kayin is allowing someone else to go first. We'll come back to the Kayin. Is there a Levi in the house? No. Okay, Yisrael, you're the oldest. Here, go. No, right here, you're, you're older. No, actually, you're older. Go. Say Chazal, any Chazal, go first. Any Chazal. You must know a Chazal. Everybody knows a Chazal. A Gemara, a Mishnah, a Medrash, a Rashi. Everybody, you want to go first? There you go. That was easy. I'm Rebbe Kiva, Ashrei Chim Yisrael. If Nehmi Atem Tahirim, Mubi Tahir Eschem, Avicha Shabbat Shemayim. That was pretty easy. Okay, now you see what to do. Next. Go. Give me a Chazal. Any Chazal. Any Chazal. But have it. you got to have one ready in your brain at all times. Medrash is a Chazal. Tillam is also great. But you have to have something ready, because the Nisayan is going to come attack you when you're not ready. What are you going to pull out? What Chazal are you going to pull out? What Pesach and Tehillim are you going to pull out? Gracious Barlakim Mr. Shemayim Vetsarad. Great. That works. That works. But I want specifically a Chazal. He's giving an advice to Chazal. So let's, let, let's leave Sukkim and Tanakh behind. Go. Ruby. Oh. That's, it's a Chazal. I mean, it's a little bit mis... The words are a little off, but yeah, it's a Chazal. No, it's, it's a Chazal. Absolutely. Very good. But you should have something prepared to be a Chazal. Anything. A Mishnah, Gemara. You ready? That was easy. No? We all know Chazal. Go. Very simple, go. Give me a chazal. Any. Time room is a gidu lebonai. Masha ani oiser b'sho. Shemakdishim v'omrim kadosh. Einai nesuos be'einai be'einai be'einehem. Oiser sho ani oiches b'kisei kvoidi b'dmusi akoy v'machabakoy menashkoy u'mazki golusoy u'mamai golosam. Just a chazal. Remember it. Anybody? Chazal. Go for it. So how are you going to combat the Yetzirah if you don't have a Chazal ready on your tongue? 
This is the exercise for tonight. Come up with a chazal that speaks to you and have it ready to roll. Somebody stops you on the street. This is a chazal in the Constitution where it says that uh, when a person asks you something in learning, you're not allowed to stutter. You have to be able to say something right away. Al tagamkin boy. Person is not allowed to stutter. Person asks you a shayla, not lacha, it's lacha. When a person asks you a shayla, you have to be able to answer immediately. And here I am asking the elam chazal, the elam stuttering. I actually heard, ironically enough, someone wants him to try to say the chazal. Ironically enough, he was stuttering through the sentence. But a person has to have a chazal ready to go. So what's going to be your chazal? What's going to be who Yahyaimer? I'm not saying what's going to say in your, on your tombstone. You say, oh, your uncle said this always. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even asking for that. It's simple. You have to have. Yetzirah you comes. He's prepared. He comes with weapons. He has ideas. He has plans. He has this. What's your plan? What's your weapon? What are you coming with? If you're not prepared, of course you're going to lose. How do you show up to battle expecting to win without a plan? Then you just look like America and Afghanistan. It's a disaster. You've got to have a plan. You can't just... You can't just like, all right, give up, finish, it's a disaster. It can't look like that. What's your plan? So, one of the plans you have to have is you have to have a chazal in your pocket. So, homework tonight, everybody come up with a chazal. Any chazal that works for you. You have to remember it by heart. Cold. I forgot the second one. There you go. You have to know these chazals. Say these words. I'm not letting you off the hook. When we come back tomorrow, you can have a chazal. I'm going to ask you. You have to have a chazal. This is it's pashit. Pick one. Pick one. And you can't have the same one. If somebody else has come with two, because just in case somebody else has your chazal, so you have to have two. So okay. What are the odds? The Mishnah Masechtas Yuma says you don't prepare a third wife, a third kohen gadol, because uh, MKD held over safe. You have to prepare two. No, no, you have to be prepared. Somebody's got Yitzhar knows that one already. He, he, you need another one. Yeah, good. You want? He wants to know three tomorrow. So Master Shem, tomorrow everyone's gonna know three. The rest of us have to do two. The MF And if you could say something, that's just rattling off a chazal. That's one idea. But imagine if you also had to think about something. Imagine you had a Mishnah that you always had ready to go. But a Mishnah, you, have, you learn. You know this Mishnah by heart. By heart. There's one Mishnah in Shaf that you know could be in Zavim, Aholus, Nida, Chala, Trumas, Maestras. Pick a Mishnah that you know like that. And when it comes to the Yitzharakam, you start thinking of that Mishnah. Oh, Vesham, I am, man. Imagine it's something, it's not just something that just flows over your mouth. You have to think about it. You have to actually think about it. You know, you know a Mishnah. You know a Gemara. Of course your cats will calm down. You'll be frustrated because maybe you can't remember the Mishnah. But your cat, of course your cats will, will subside. You know, that would be much better if you have to have something you even have to think about. Kiracious, because number one, Dvar HaTorah just having in depth a piece of Torah that you have to think about. Togin V'Tatzolchem Anayetzarkah. Number one, that, that itself is the biggest Haganah, protection. And the truth of the matter is, this even works psychologically, it makes sense. Imagine a guy that has anger. What are you going to tell him? Okay, it's not a chazal. Tell him something else. Study the Constitution of America. This is, this, something. So when you get angry, say over the Fourth Amendment. Right? Say it over. Of course, in the, I'm, 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 being, I'm being serious. 
in a jokey way. But imagine if it, the moment he gets angry, he's like, oh, right to bear arms. All of a sudden, he's, his mind gets preoccupied with something else. Of course he calms down. That's not the fourth amendment. I know it's the second amendment. But I'm just, I'm giving an example. For those that sort of, what is the fourth amendment? Exactly. So anyways, I'll just imagine any, anything, if you, can, if you can divert your attention, if you could have something else that you must think about, as opposed to the thing that's getting you upset, of course, once you're upset, it's too late. You're lost. You already got you ready. It has to be, the guy walks in, it's the same guy that every time he comes to shul, he ends up in your seat. And you're coming in that door, and you see how he's heading to your seat. So there's a cast bubbling up in you. So right away, you're like, that's one thing. If you're a guy and you're about to walk onto the train, and there's a guy there that's whatever. Same thing. Imagine a person could think he can say over something. Ask not what you can do for your country, what country can do for you, whatever. Right? He said that's the wrong way. Whatever. Right? He has some silly member from some shaita that was a mashukit. Right? He, he's diverting his attention. It's a, it's a great plan. Push it. Hakasu. Listen to these words. If this would be yours, I'll tell you to highlight it, and to underline it, and to overline it, and to italicize it, and to bold it. Hakas hu min shigoyin. You know what anger is? It's a type of insanity. By a show of hands, who ever saw somebody really bekast in their life? Everybody, everybody has seen it, somebody else bekast. Nobody wants to admit that they're the guy that sometimes bekast. But everybody has seen someone really bekast. When you have to look at that person... Uh, and that, put, go back to that place right now in your brain when that person l- literally lost control of himself. Think about it. He looks like he belongs in a mental asylum, no? He looks like he be- No, really, because that's exactly what he is. He's mental. He's not healthy at that moment. There's a story, there's a half of the story with, with uh, the stipler. He just came to the stipler and he told the stipler he's working on his cast ready for a very long time. And, and he can't, it's not working. It's not working. He asked the stipler... Could the stifler help him with the working on his cast? And the stifler tried to this and tried to that. Fine, the stifler says, fine, no problem. He shut the door. He tells the person, he says, I'm going to ask you to do something. It's going to be very, very difficult. But you have to promise me you're going to do it all the way. He says, Rebbe, I want to get rid of cast. I'm willing to do it. He says, it's going to be hard. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be very hard. He says, Rebbe, whatever you told me to do. He says, I want you to sit down. I want you to look me in the face. I never look away. Alright, stare at me. Look at me. And he says, okay, what's the big deal? If I look at the stipler. Of course, we wish we could look at the stipler. And the stipler looks at him. It's an embarrassing story, but it's an amazing story. And the stipler starts making the weirdest faces. I don't want to do it because I, I can't. I don't know. The stipler started making the weirdest faces. And it's, it's very embarrassing to watch anybody, let alone the stipler, but the stipler said, don't look away. you got to look at me. And he's like looking. He's like, like wants to look but not look. Nimble and nim, terrible tear. He's like looking, but he's not looking, but he has to look. And it's very embarrassing. The stipler's going on for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. The stipler's not stopping. And the stipler looks like he belongs in, in the mental asylum. But how could he look? But how could he not look? Because he says he's going to look. After like a minute and a half of this excruciating pain, looking at the stipler, the stipler says, so how was that? <laughs> Horrible. Because that's what you look like when you get the cast. If you would know what it looks like, of course you, of course you wouldn't be able to fall. You wouldn't fall in. You would know what it looks like. The kid writes. The kid writes. It helps him. 
you can only imagine. Of course it helped him. But the words again. Hakas hu min Anger is a type of insanity. For that moment, for that thing, you're literally insane. The person is literally insane for that moment. Therefore, it's taka impossible. The worst thing you could tell somebody that's getting angry is, don't get angry. Because <laughs> right? that works. Because he's sane enough to chop, he shouldn't get angry. He's getting angry. It's the last thing you could tell him is not to get angry. Because he's not, he's not, he's not healthy. He's not normal in that moment. He, he totally lost control. He says, look, he says clearly. Therefore, it's very difficult for that person to be able to overcome with his normal intelligence was at that moment. It's impossible for him to stop at that moment. At the moment that you're angry, it's talking impossible. Because he's just not normal. He's not normal. His insanity has taken over him. He's just he's insane. Imagine walking to a, a mental asylum. You walk into a place. And you tell the guy, could you stop machining zuch b'shoga? Could you be normal? He wishes. He's insane. What, what do you want? He's not, he's, never, he's not healthy. Of course he can't be normal. So, tell somebody that's angry. Don't get angry. Calm down. That's the worst thing you do. I'm calm. You know, that's the word. I'm calm. I'm not angry. So, I'm not, it's, like, it's almost like children when they're tired. Like, I'm not tired. We all know. You're tired. We all know that you're crazy and insane at the moment when a person's recovered. I'm not saying he's, he's insane for everything. For that thing in that moment, he's insane. You know, the best thing to do is walk away from him. Don't look at him. It's the best thing you can do for him. Because he needs to calm down. Okay, we'll have to stop over here in the middle of a, a sentence. We'll pick up tomorrow by the session.